Hey, what's up? It's Fuel Your Life Friday. Let's go. It's Friday. You're tuning in and I am so grateful for you. We have Mother's Day this weekend and while I initially planned to do an episode about the five truths from a millennial mom, I felt called to go bigger. May is National Lyme Disease Awareness Month, a chance for Lyme patients, activists, and educators to spread information on how to prevent Lyme and tick-borne diseases. A few weeks ago, I learned that one of my very close childhood friends had been struggling harder than most of us had known with Lyme disease. My dear friend Matt, who we affectionately call Gumby, was diagnosed with Lyme disease five years ago. I'm going to read a post that was shared on his GoFundMe page to give you a better understanding. After multiple false negative tests, Gumby finally got a positive with one of the highest counts that the doctors at John Hopkins had ever seen. He was treated with doxycycline, I hope I'm saying that right, and sent on his way. Unfortunately, we weren't educated enough on Lyme and the urgent necessity for Gumby to consult an LLMD, a Lyme literate MD. As it turns out, by the time he was diagnosed, Gumby was already far beyond the point of doxy being an effective treatment option. By 2020, we both began to notice a major decline in his health. Gumby is living with crippling symptoms including chronic fatigue, extreme joint, bone, and muscle pain, speech slurring, brain fog, severe headaches, major weight loss, tremors and seizures, difficulty walking, short vision, anxiety, depression, and more. Fortunately, he has recently started seeing an LLMD, and the fight for his life has begun. After multiple MRIs and MRAs, it's been confirmed that he has chronic neurological Lyme. For anyone unfamiliar with Lyme disease, it is extremely difficult to treat once it reaches the chronic stage. Because of the extensive and comprehensive treatments required, in addition to chronic Lyme disease being unrecognized by health insurance providers which is crazy. It is not uncommon for someone with Lyme to spend $100,000 or more just to return to their normal quality of life. Gumby is one month into his aggressive treatment with his PIC line, an inserted catheter into your vein that ends at your heart. He will continue this treatment for eight months to a year and a half along with other oral medications. Every day for the duration of his month-long treatments, he will flush his line with saline, then connect his antibiotics for 30 to 45 minute infusion, flush with saline again, then finish with a blood thinner. Once a week, his nurse comes to his home to change his bandages, check off his vitals, and then after this treatment, he will begin IVIG. Gumby is immunocompromised, meaning that he is unable to produce any antibodies on his own. This plasma infusion once a month at home will help to build his immune system back up. So now that you know more about the struggles of my beloved friend Gumby, I knew I could help by making a monetary donation, which I did, but that just didn't feel like enough. I'm still not really sure what enough is, but I do know Gumby is passionate about spreading awareness for this terrible disease, and I'm going to join him in that cause because ticks are more than just an annoyance. One bite can quite literally change your life. So here are five things to know about the disease. Number one, the CDC announced that the Lyme disease is much more common than previously thought, with over 300,000 new cases diagnosed each year in the United States. That makes Lyme disease almost twice as common as breast cancer and six times more common than HIV and AIDS. Number two, 
Fewer than 50% of people infected get the bullseye rash. Some develop flu-like symptoms a week or so after becoming infected. However, many people are asymptomatic and can develop Lyme symptoms months, years, or even decades later from their initial bite. Number three, Lyme disease is found on every continent except Antarctica. Number four, new research shows that Lyme disease may also be transmitted sexually. Now, this won't be found on the CDC website just yet, but this study was presented at the annual Western Regional Meeting of the American Federation for Medical Research. Oh my gosh, that's a mouthful. But let me just go ahead and read this next part that comes from the Journal of Investigative Medicine in 2014. In the study, researchers tested semen samples and vaginal secretions from three groups of patients. Control subjects without evidence of Lyme disease, random subjects who tested positive for Lyme disease, and married heterosexual couples engaging in unprotected sex who tested positive for the disease. As expected, all of the control subjects tested negative for the Lyme bacteria in their semen samples or vaginal secretions, but in contrast, all women with Lyme disease tested positive for the Lyme bacteria in their vaginal secretions while about half of men with the Lyme disease tested positive for Lyme spirochi in their semen samples. Furthermore, one of the heterosexual couples with Lyme disease showed identical strains of the Lyme spirochi in their genital secretions. The researching microbiologist, Dr. Main, was quoted to say, the presence of the Lyme spirochete in the genital secretions and the identical strains in the married couples strongly suggest that sexual transmission of the disease occurs. And lastly, number five, it is important to know that if you find a tick on yourself or your pet, you can get this tick tested for Lyme. There is a website called iGenetics. It breaks down the steps that you can take to send your tick in that you found and have it tested for Lyme. If the tick is positive, you can then begin your treatment for Lyme much faster, helping you to hopefully prevent reaching the point that Gumby is currently at. When going outside, it's important to wear closed shoes or boots, long sleeve shirts and long pants. Tuck your pant legs into your shoes or boots to prevent any ticks from crawling up your legs. Also, wear insect repellent, wear light colored clothing to help you see the ticks more easily if they attach to you. And when you come back in from outside, Really check your entire body, from the small crevices like your armpits to your scalp and hair to behind your ears when you're coming in from outside, especially if you've been in a wooded or high grass area. Now, I am attaching Gumby's GoFundMe page as well as his Venmo link within this week's episode notes found on mindbizlife.com. If you feel called to support Matt during the fight for his life, please consider doing so. Otherwise, sharing this episode to help raise awareness and prevention tips may gravely impact someone's life. I'll see you back here on Sunday for another episode of Awaken Your Soul Sunday. But until then, remember, every level of life is an opportunity to grow. Be well, my friend.